hey John. Uh, happy happy late recording. Happy Friday. How are you doing today? I'm hanging in there. It's a bit warm in my room right now. Uh, just went to the store, bought some of my funny my funny Starbucks drinks and some beef jerky. <laughs> I remember what that is this time. Yep, I I sure hope you do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh it is definitely Friday, and I'm chilling. Yeah. How about you? Yeah. How, uh, what's going on? I'm also chilling. Um, been kind of busy with work recently. Um, but uh, other than that, I'm doing other than that, I'm doing pretty good. Um, it's been a nice, cool week here in Philly, so uh, I've been enjoying uh having my windows open and have been nice and cool. So, uh, I extend my deepest sympathies to you stuck in in the warm zone. But uh, I'm having a good one. Well, man, I. Have I talked about the way the way my grandpa treats the thermostat in this house on air before? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, if I have, I'm gonna go over it again. Uh, my 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 grandma. Uh, she's she's easily cold, and mm. my grandpa does everything that he can to to save money when it comes to stuff like the thermostat. Uh. So the the compromise for the temperature that it should always be in this house year round no matter what is 74 degrees. It is okay. always 74 degrees and that is like just past the point of being a bit too warm for me. And I don't like it. I I am in a constant state of being a bit too warm. Uh that yeah, 74 is fine to me. Uh there was like a uh, this reminds me of like there was a year in college when like we just had a thermostat always at 69 because it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's like slightly, that's like slightly too cold for me. That's like um, ideal temperature for me. Yeah. It, but it was like, it, it was uncomfortable, but like it was, it was, it was, it was a good bit and we committed to the bit thoroughly. Um, but yeah, uh, stupid, stupid shit you do in college. Yeah. I just, I just hate being warm. There, there's like very little things you can do about like, adjusting to warmness because like with if it's cold like you could put like a blanket on or something but like if it's warm i can't get naked but <laughs> I, I, that's like the only solution i i can't yeah. do that <laughs> i generally agree i i generally like the um the summer versus winter uh discussion is a funny one to me because like i totally agree on the front of um it's so much easier to deal with being cold than it is being warm. Um, but at the same time, the thing, the thing about winter that really, this is why I always come out like on, on the summer and like, I'm a, I'm a more of a summer enjoyer is that I fucking hate it when it gets dark at like 4 PM. It, it's miserable. I, I can understand that. Yeah. Like if it was, if it was, if it was hot during the, like during the winter and it got dark, it would, I, I would, I would also hate the winter. Um, I just cannot stand uh, having like sixteen hours of night uh, every day. Um, it's terrible. I hate it. Um, and I'm ever every day. Uh, I I I realize that it's it's getting dark a little bit earlier, and I'm not looking forward to being cold in the dark again. Man, I hate winter. Speaking of not liking things, uh oh. I, for for the first time in, in the history of this podcast, 
I am very eager to discuss discourse. Um, hey, listeners, John, John from the future here. Uh, it seems that while we were recording this episode, uh, I referenced some some discourse that was going on uh, prior to recording the episode, and it seems that while we were recording, uh, it evolved a bit. Made some of my statements that I said in the segment a bit silly. Uh, silly to the point that I don't want them out there so that they can be misconstrued or make me seem ignorant or like, like a dumb little stupid head that doesn't know what they're talking about. So, unfortunately, you cannot listen to us discuss this drama. Uh, probably leave the, the ending sentiment in there, though. But... It is an active discourse situation that I did not think would continue to the point that it has, but takes are happening online. You know, you know how it is on the internet. So I'm gonna gonna snipe this one down before before it causes any discourse on our end, uh, and maybe I will be a bit more careful next time in choosing what to what to have banter with Aiden about at the beginning of the episode. Particularly if it's such a active situation, apparently. Um, so yeah, enjoy the rest of the episode. Um, I, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. I didn't mean to to talk for that long. I realize now that we're 15 minutes into the episode. It's fine. Um, it was a good warm up. We're we're, <laughs> we're ready to talk about Homestuck now. <laughs> I think we are. I think we are. Um. Uh. So I guess that's our cue to get into it, huh? Yes. All right. Homestuck. Well, <laughs> finally. Um. So, uh, where were we last time? Okay, so last time, um, John tried the "there's no place like home" thing, and it worked. And he 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 warped he warped back to uh to where it initially failed. Um, and we've. We've we've got our first taste of the Terezi password retcons. Let's go. Right, which I, I believe completes the the trilogy of the or the the, the big three of um, the the oil, the hands, and the and the yeah. weird password yeah. protected pages. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, technically there there were the the background Johns, but you never noticed those, so. Yeah, I guess I did. <laughs> I th- did those. Did I like just miss them, or like did I switch over to the collection at the point where they started happening? Um, there were some early ones that that you could definitely like see if you if you knew what you were looking for. But like, considering like all of them were just like the the like zap like white with blue outline. I I don't think it would have been like easy to like know what you were looking at, even if you did spot it. I feel like we might. I feel like I might have caught one of those like in hive bent or something. Probably. And you were like, don't worry about it. Probably. It it, it strikes a distant memory. No, in my no I remember. I remember. It was when we were covering the 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 ancestors, and you pointed oh out God. like, uh, dur- during one of the panels with the Dolorosa. Uh, yes. And you were like, and there's this weird blue light, and you you just like immediately assumed that it was Doc Scratch. Uh, I believe. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. For, for the four big retcon things. Okay. All right. 
Well, I guess I'm just I guess I'm just not very observant then. Whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um Homestuck. Anyway, so we left off on that and we come back on a completely different note. Um something completely different is happening right now. Uh we we rejoin uh in on the dream bubbles where uh Riska and Mina are uh hanging out and walking around. Um and uh I think this is the main source of the content in today's reading because there's a lot to pick through. You 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 would describe this as hanging out? They're going on a date. Okay. That's what I thought. <laughs> They're hanging out. They're going. On, you know, it. It's a. There's words. Words. You know. Words. <laughs> yeah. Risco. Um, Mina. Yeah, they're chilling. They're big chilling. Um. Uh, and they're in. They're in a, a big. Uh, a big dark carnival. Uh, maybe. Maybe the dark carnival. Maybe not. Maybe it doesn't matter. Um. Riska posits that it is, um, and Mina makes a, a an interesting comment about uh, religion. Um, let's let's see what the line is. Um, she uh, describes uh, she, so she says the dark carnival is not real. Uh, the and the religious it's just a religious belief uh, pimped out by trash clowns. Um, she goes on to say the religious beliefs themselves are real. Uh, and they make it convenient for anybody who wants to exploit those delusions for her own badass objectives. Uh, like pulling in Clam's hand over flipper and ruthlessly subjugating the general public. Um, this is a... (laughs) This is like hussy, red, like, Karl Marx. (laughs) Um, like he read the religion is the opium of the masses thing. And he was like, damn, that's crazy. (laughs) That is crazy. That's a bit wacky. Yeah, it, it, I, I, I like it as, like, a line. Like, I think that the clown religion thing has always kind of been, um... It's never really felt like a fully fleshed out idea. Like, it, 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 I feel like it started as, like, a very goofy thing. Yeah. Right? And ended up being, like, you know, the whole motif of the, the Makara characters. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that it's ever, like, been pointed to as like uh like with a marxist analysis of it of it being a tool to exploit the people um and and it made me wonder like if they're like uh, homesick and religion is like a pretty i i don't think that it's a thing we've really touched on before um or like it's really made an effort to touch on uh but this just jumped out to me um like that uh i don't know if if you had the same experience reading this um but i find it to be an interesting comment i think it's funny that we've never touched on like homestuck and religion before considering like how much of homestuck analysis is based on like gnosticism very i don't know i don't know enough about I, i i've i've definitely seen people like bring that up but like i don't know I don't know enough about Gnosticism to, like, understand the parallels. Bro, you don't know about the Demiurge? You had to, I mean, you had to explain to me what Golgotha was in our Ava episode. I was was raised in an atheist household, I'm sorry. I, I, Gnosticism is, is, how do, how do I, do I even want to, like, explain Gnosticism right now? Is it even worth it? Yes. 
Uh, yes, you do. Gnosticism is basically like a what if version of Christianity is like what I get from it. Uh, it's 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 way more philosophical. Uh, basically, I I think it's that the Christian God is is not actually God. He is he is the demiurge. Uh, and there's like a whole bunch more stuff beyond that that like I can't like summon into memory right now. Uh, I I know a lot of like philosophy like has ties to to Gnosticism. Uh, but in in regards to Homestuck and its connections to Gnosticism, I I do not have the power to delve into that right now. Uh, <laughs> I I highly recommend checking out YouTube videos by. Uh, YouTube user Optimistic Duelist. They have like the 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 best Homestuck analysis videos, and they're all like involved with Gnosticism. I imagine I can't look up those yet. Uh yeah, you can't look up those yet. <laughs> Damn, that kind of sucks. Yeah, but listeners, if you've if you finish Homestuck and you have an interest in class specting Gnosticism. Homestuck in general, please please go watch uh, Optimistic Duel's videos. I I love them so much. Yeah. Okay. But you, but, like, but you, Aiden, you 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 were required to read the Wikipedia page on Gnosticism between episodes. <laughs> okay. Okay. I will. <laughs> you know, it's the thing that I've like I've heard brought up. Um, the I think the close I I know that like I had dis- discussions of it in college because like I in my. Freshman year, I took a English class where we read um, Cormac McCarthy's Blood Meridian. That's a that's a rough book. Um, and there was a lot of discussion about uh, like Gnosticism um, and like the concept of the demiurge, uh, which I, which all it's like it's kind of a lot. It's it's it, I have like an idea of like what it's supposed to be, but like I don't know if I can articulate it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm sure that we're. I'm. I'm really impressing the the listeners with my <laughs> with my knowledge right now. Um, I'm sorry, but like, in, in terms of like being like, uh, like explicit commentary and like religion is like a a a structure. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I I felt like Mina just bringing this up was like just super jumped out to me. Um, just because it's not something that is really touched on much, like. I don't think that there's ever been, like, any reference to, like, um, any of, like, you know, the kids, the human kids, like, being religious. Yeah. Um, wow, that would, that would be <laughs> the, the, the evil version of Homestuck where it starts on John getting ready for church on a Sunday. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jade is Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, but, like, this is just a... It, uh, it doesn't really fit into, like, the rest of this discussion, but, like... Between Mina and Reska, but it's just, like, randomly there, and I'm yeah. like, huh. Yeah. G- coming from Mina, who is, like, who's, who's had this aspiration to become, the to Kandes, it's, like, a very interesting comment. And kind of, um, I think it's, a uh, it, it kind of slots into, like, the shit way, way back in the, like, towards the end of Act 5 with, uh, the, 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 the commentary and, like, class structure with, um, yeah. the, the Kandes and, and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so like, I don't know. It feels like it's it just it's coming in way late. It's like something that Hussey wanted to fit in and then just didn't find space for it before. Um, but yeah, that's it's not the main thrust of this conversation. So, uh, me and Vriska, uh, just walking around. Um, and uh, 
Ariska starts, like, questioning, like, uh, whose memory is this? Um, and Mina is like, listen, you've been a ghost for way too long for this to still matter to you. Um, and, uh, Ariska's like, maybe I just want to make conversation, huh? Um, uh, Mina goes on to say, like, you just kind of got, like, you just kind of got to accept that, like, shit is the way it is in the afterlife. Um, just got to take it all in, in stride, yeah. or in stroke, as it were. Um, and, uh, yeah, they kind of just, uh, they, they, they hang out, uh, there's, there's some flirting back and forth, they talk about a bunch of shit, um, they, they talk about the, uh, the rotating horse cylinder, um, and, and how much they hate horses. Uh, so, yeah, I get it. Did, did, did you spot the hidden hussy? Is there a hidden hussy? Yeah, on, on, on the, the, the carousel page. Ah, I see him. I do see him. <laughs> Terrifying. <laughs> a close brush. <laughs> Foreboding. <laughs> yeah, um... This is, so these are some flirting back and forth. Talk about uh, getting Riska. Talk about getting a tattoo. Um, talk about getting Riska a tattoo. Um, there's a there's a, a spicy drop that Mina has a tattoo, but uh, no one's gonna see it unless they get lucky. Um, so I imagine that's inspired some uh, unsavory fan art. Um, I heard you. I heard you start to say something. No, I'm. <laughs> We're gonna move on. <laughs> <laughs> we can. Um. But yeah, uh, the, the the tattoo conversation does uh go somewhere though which, that which is like, uh, Riska talks about how when she was alive, um, she had like this really strong opinion that like tattoos were trying too hard, they were lame, for some reason she was really against it, uh, and over time, like now, uh, she doesn't really have a reason to care about it, um, and she realized that like. Maybe it was just a stupid opinion, um, and there's there's no real good reason to have it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that, that that's an interesting uh in, interesting point to raise. Uh, it'll it'll come back and when we when we get back to these two later. So true. Are you not yeah. are you not like picking up like any weird vibes from Vriska in this? I I am not really. I um, I don't know. I like the the way that she's talking to Mina like. She's not being as like how do I, how do how do I word this? I don't want to use the word assertive. I don't know. Like she's like Mina will be like, "What do you want to do?" And then Vriska will be like, "I don't know. What do you want to do?" And it, it's like Vriska's not really like. I don't know. She's like handing everything over to Mina and like not really like speaking for herself or anything. I don't know, maybe she likes her, she wants to hang out with her. You ever maybe, maybe, I don't know. I, don't... <laughs> I mean, I guess. Um, I kind of just, like, when was the last time that we, we saw Vriska? Like, it was Vriska and Mina talking about how, like, um, the they just kind of gave up, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Irani, like, Irani had left. The, Vriska was essentially, like, really bummed out, like, reminiscing about how... how how she used to be and how similar Arania is acting to how she would act. And it, she seemed really bummed out. I mean, I can believe that like, 
what like uh, we don't know how much time has passed. Like I could believe that Vriska just had like a uh a mid death crisis and was like you know and like just kind of mellowed out a bit. I don't know. Um, like. I don't know. It it, it 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 feels like how she's how I'm used to her acting, like when she was alive. Okay. Um. I mean, I I don't I'm not I don't really know how to like interpret people talking to each other anyway. So like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that the, I think the main takeaway here is like the their her comment on like sometimes we hold these really strong beliefs and then they they're just there for no good reason. Uh, but yeah, um. Okay. Uh, moving on from that, um, we we go back to uh where we we left off uh, last time, which was John uh zapping in to the conversation between himself and Terezi a while ago. Um, John just kind of uh, the okay. How do I okay? So I wrote when I was writing this down. I wrrote it down like how the dialogue does it on seventy one seventy one where it's like John in parentheses is the the old one, and then the the regular yeah. John is like our new one is warped back, yeah, um <laughs> so bear with me here, okay, um our john the the most up to date one uh kind of just uh shits all over uh past John <laughs> a little bit it's a really um, funny way of putting like, it. It, he just kind of dumps on this poor kid. He's like, yeah, um, I don't know. It worked, so I don't know if you matter anymore. Uh, sorry. Um, I, I think I'm the one who matters now. Uh, sorry, just keeping it real. <laughs> um, and a good sport that he is. Um, past John is like, Okay, well, I'm still gonna go do my my denizen thing. Um, but uh, I understand if uh, I'm not the one that's needed anymore. <laughs> it's so funny, man. <laughs> poor guy. That poor John. <laughs> uh, yeah, we have a we have a bona fide time paradox on our hands. Um, not like the not like stable time loops that Dave makes. Uh, this is a. Real instance of uh this this John just uh, does not fucking matter I guess <laughs> maybe we don't know um so uh past John goes to do his thing um and uh our John and uh past Terezi or Terezi I guess uh have a have a conversation uh where they they monologue past each other uh and don't listen to each other for a little bit um. So, John goes on this tangent about uh, the difficulty of time travel and, you know, how you can change any little thing and you don't know how much it would change. And all of our mistakes have led to other things that I don't want to lose. Like, you know, mean the trolls, um, uh, never scratching the session, never meeting uh, Roxy and co. Um, you know, all that. Uh, and he's like, damn, this sucks. And Terezi, meanwhile, has just written up a list of everything that he needs to do. <laughs> Uh, and she's like, go do this. Um, so yeah, pretty great. Uh, Trezzy being the seer of mine has uh, come in clutch, I guess. Uh, she's, uh, she, she has, uh, re found some new faith in her powers and she's like, all right, you're going to go and you're going to do this because 
this is what I think as an expert mind player, you wouldn't get it. Just go and fucking do it. Um, go fix uh some mistakes. She has a line in here about uh I think f- where is it? She has a line in here about like fixing her own mistakes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The that's that's something that I kind of want to emphasize about this part. Mm-hmm. Uh, to 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 everyone listening, this is Terezi having John fix her mistakes. Okay. <laughs> There's no need to misinterpret you. this segment at any point within the past however many years it's been since this update came out. Are we all on the same page? <laughs> <laughs> Terezi is having John fix her own mistakes. Okay, okay. Is this a hot topic of discourse? It, it, it ties into what I talked about well, I brought up last episode that I will bring up Next episode about like I swear to God. about like misinterpreting things that happen in this segment and like the the ramifications going forward. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> we've got our we've got our John looks at the camera moment. <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh, Terezi. Uh, there, there. Where, where is the line? It's on, I think this is on seventy one seventy two. Um. Uh, Terezi says, uh, I could name a dozen terrible, stupid things people have just done, just off the top of my head, which, if a race, would probably improve the situation, and yet, I don't feel like I have the credibility to hold anyone accountable other than myself. I think it would feel like a hypocrite if I tried to fix other people's mistakes. Um, which, yeah, I guess it's an interesting line in the context of, like, she's about to go send John off to fix all of her stuff. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like, she's the one who has the, supposedly has the mind powers. Yeah. Um, although some of these seem interesting, so we'll, 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 we'll get into these. Um, so, Terezi passes off the list of, she, she writes down a list of instructions in her own blood on, uh, her scarf, on Rose's scarf, I guess, or, no, she made this, okay, on her scarf. Um, and she's like, go focus on these keywords and go do these things at the points where they take you back to uh and she's like all right i got one more thing i gotta do she takes the blue chalk from i don't know where she got the chalk um she takes some blue chalk uh i guess maybe she was just hanging on to it uh that's yeah. not, okay whatever um i forgot that i forgot that liking chalk was like a terezi thing <laughs> um but uh she takes the blue chalk uh outline makes a little body outline uh and she has she has a, a parting word to john that i that i i think is interesting um she says i would i would wish you luck but you're not going to need it because we make our own luck and then she uh falls over and dies uh perfectly in the outline she just drew the most terezi moment of all time everybody damn she's good i love her this is this is this is great. Um, this 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 that is like the peak Terezi thing. Unfortunately, she dies. Damn. Um. Yeah, I I like her. I like her little parting thing here. Um. I find it interesting that you've called attention to the whole thing of like having him solve her problems for her because that just makes it seem ominous. Um. But I I do like uh her her like little thumbs up keels over moment yeah it's really good <laughs> it, it it's 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 extremely terezi it's about as terezi as it gets 
Um, yeah. The comment about luck I also think is interesting because, like, the, the luck thing was always, like, the Vriska when she was alive. Yeah. And I, I can't do, like, a full analysis of this right now of, like, Terezi and, like, Terezi's relationship with Vriska and, like, the whole luck thing and Vriska dying. Like, I, I don't I don't have the faculties to put them together right now, but I'm, I'm sure that there's something there with this. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, rest in peace. Uh, and the, the first thing John says is, God, you are so fucking weird. So true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I think there was, yeah, what was it? Uh, where? Huh. Oh, yeah, there's another part in here that I, that I liked, um, that I completely skipped over, and it's the part where John, like, reminisces about their first contact. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, it's, uh, he, he brings up that, like, you know, he missed Terezi, she was, like, the first, uh, one he really talked to a lot, uh, and how this just kind of reminds him of her leading him to what would be his untimely death, um, but, uh, this time it's cool and chill, um, and he likes, he's like, yeah, uh, it's, it's good to know you, and then she dies, and then he's like, god, you're so fucking weird. So that happens. Um, I like it when things call back to earlier things, because I'm a sucker, uh, <laughs> so I think that part's good. You are not immune to callbacks. I am not, I am absolutely not immune to early Homestuck callbacks, not at all. Um, so yeah, that happens. Um, we then, uh, cut to another, uh, dream bubble section, our other, uh, our other ongoing dream bubbles thing, which is, uh, Calliope and Jade. Um, but, uh, a new, a new challenger has entered the fray. Uh, Jane, uh, is here. Um, she just kind of, just kind of walks, walks down the, the yellow road. She really does just walk in. <laughs> yeah, um... I thought that this was supposed to be a safe place. I don't know. Um, yeah, Jane is here now. Um, Calliope uh, joyously greets Jane. Um, Jane initially, like, freaks out a little bit. Um, she's kind of off-put before realizing who it is. Um, I, do you think that, like, the, the characters lo- have looked kind of off-model in, in this reading? Uh... At some points. Just a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to harp on it too much, but I, I... Maybe it's just because I'm not... the, the I'm not used to seeing, like, Calliope. Um, but, like, it, it felt a little bit... Some of it felt a little bit odd in this sequence, just visually speaking. Um, but, yeah, whatever. Uh, maybe, maybe it was rushed. Maybe uh, he's trying something out. Um, I would like to point out that on 7197, there's no, like, definition or anything Calliope is wearing. So, like, it looks like she's wearing, like, a, like, a, like, a one big pajama. (laughs) I I didn't even notice that. (laughs) Yeah, I I just kind of wonder if the art for this section was, like, rushed for some reason. It's it's a little odd. Um, but that's, that's not really, uh, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, uh, so Jane is a little bit uh, weirded out before she realizes who it is. Um, and we go on to discover that uh, Jane is uh, also in the, the kind of uh, memory recovery mode. Um, which, uh, is, which is interesting, um, because we all, we all, uh, know what that usually hints at, uh, yeah. in these dream bubble sections. Um, but, uh, they don't let it, and they don't let it wear them down. Um, J- Jane is, like, so, uh, like, out of it that she doesn't even remember who Jade is initially. Um, like, Calliope name drops Jade here, and then, and, uh... Jane says, like, you didn't tell me about your friend. Um, that's odd. Well, I mean, to uh, be fair... Uh, to be fair. Jade is wearing her troll sona. But she also is wearing the exact same clothes. That doesn't mean, doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Come on, Jane. Come on. P- get it together. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, seems to, seems to realize what's going on pretty quickly. Um... And uh, she wants in on the on the troll sona party, uh, to the absolute joy of of Jade and Calliope. It's very cute. Very good panel seventy two oh five. Very good. <laughs> very good. Um, yeah. So we we finish up that little bit. We, Jane is Jane is in there now. Um, and we're gonna go back to to John's uh, me, uh canon hopping laundry list of 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 things to do. Let's go. Um, the, the first one, uh, the past, the the keyword is reunion. Um, we go back to sixty two thirty two, um, and these are really annoying to like jump around in the in the collection because it like takes you back to the page. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, we we get uh, we are we are. Take it back to the moment where everybody from the meteor is unceremoniously dumped uh, in front of John on his birthday, um, and he's he's overjoyed. Uh, and at the same moment, um, our John uh, hops in, and he's like, "Yo, I remember this happening. Uh, this is so crazy." Um, he enthusiastically reminisces about the this very recent moment in his life. Um, and, uh, he makes, he makes some announcements to, to the whole group. Um, let's see. He says, like, this is great and all, but I, I don't think that we've earned it yet. Um. Interesting statement. Yeah. So he says, like, uh, there's still, we still had a lot of problems waiting to happen. Um, and... So I don't think we earned it yet, and that's why I am working to fix those all right now. Uh, it, it, it's such a it, it's so it's it's very odd. Um, this idea that like he comes in and he's like, "Hey, you all have some, we all have some problems, um, but I'm gonna take care of all of your problems." I don't know. Uh, good luck, I guess. Um, and, uh, so he, he says, uh, he says his personal goodbyes to, uh, Carcat and Dave and Rose, um, and he gives a, uh, one-sided, uh, like, little wink-wink nudge-nudge to Terezi, like, plan's going great, uh, and then he, uh, pieces out. 
Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. This is, uh, you, like, you, like, putting the thing with Terezi to me, like, that kind of changed that for me. But, like, when I was reading this, like, I still found it really odd um, that John, like, shows up and he's like, we didn't earn this, so I'm going to fix it. Uh, emphasis on me going back and fixing this all through magical time travel. Yeah. Very, very odd. Very, very odd. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, uh, he, he pieces out, uh, he, he, he flies up to the, to the ship and he goes and he takes the ring, um, before Arania can get it. Uh, 7223, great panel. It's there. It's there. Uh, and, yep. He acquires the ring and he puts it in his pocket. Uh, so, crisis averted. So, uh, now we go back to, uh... Uh, Vriska and Mina uh, in the Dream Bubbles. Um, and they're sharing a nice romantic moment watching Lord English commit uh, ghost genocide uh, way off in the distance. Let's go. Do, yeah. Do, do you like the extremely tiny Aradia? <laughs> I'm so glad that she's here. Good for her. <laughs> Speaking of Aradia, um, Mina... Uh, kind of uh goes out M- mina uh basically expresses the Aradia take um that freaked john out so bad a while ago um where they're talking about uh how uh how you're talking about uh caliborn lord english uh blowing everything up off of the distance um and risk of speculating like how many people do you think how many people do you think you just killed um and mina's like i don't know i don't care um and she gives the uh, radio take of like, uh, they were living on borrowed time anyway. Um, and she brings like a personal element into it of saying like, you know, when I was alive, um, I always thought of death as like this final thing that like was just a part of being alive. It was just a tax on being alive that nobody could pay. And then I died, and I found out that there is an afterlife. Um, and death doesn't even mean what I thought it did. Um, so I don't, I don't really care. I'm, uh, I've already got more time than I thought I was gonna get. Uh, so, who gives a shit if all these ghosts get owned? Um, and Vriska's like, wow, you're so cool. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Vriska. (laughs) See, this is the the exact Vriska that we all know and love, right? Um, yeah, uh, it's, uh, this kind of, like, I kind of took this as, like, you know, they've been in the dream belt. Like, there's been some amount of time that's passed that we weren't privy to. Yeah. And, like, they've all kind of come around to the Aradia way of thinking. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's an interesting take on it. Um, I, th- I think it's interesting that you, you pointed out in the last Vriska and Mina segment how they they they, they brought up religion as, a, as like, a tool... To, to, to manipulate the masses and mm-hmm. now in this segment they're they're talking about the afterlife and in, in, in a, well Amina at least is, is talking about the the afterlife in like a really negative way yeah I, I I wonder if that is an extension of of what what was touched on in the last segment I wonder if it's intentional 
Yeah, it could be. Like, Mina has, like, this is the most flippant take about the afterlife that I've ever heard in, like, maybe any fiction ever. Um, and I kind of, I kind of appreciate it. Like, I don't know if I necessarily agree, like, if they're, like, I don't know. I, <laughs> like I said, I was like, I was like raised atheist. And, like, I yeah. still would consider yeah. myself atheist. But, like, it's an interesting perspective that I've never heard before. Like, I, like, Mina's saying, like, you know, like, I never thought there would be one. And so, you know, it kind of meant that, like, death was meaningless to me after all. And so fuck it like who cares if you ghost die like maybe like death having some finality is 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 good i don't know based (laughs) yeah it's it's just yeah i don't know um maybe this is a product of not a lot of things uh exploring like dude what if ghosts could die (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i don't know um I'm I'm sure that somebody out there has has done a more interesting like full uh analysis on on the the takes on religion in the afterlife probably in this part yeah I don't know it, it I like it that it just shows up here um and uh, this is this is what I wanted to to kind of get into um so this panel seventy two twenty eight uh this is like a I think this is probably if. I, I've talked before, like, if there's one panel for a reading, I think this is the one for this reading. Um, and it's Friska talking about uh, how uh, her her evaluation of whatever Lord English is doing. Um, he's saying, like, I don't, I don't think that he's really happy. I don't think that he's ever had a very good life. Um, maybe he thinks he has uh, in the way that totally delusional, egomaniacal people tend to do. Um... But she goes on to say uh, that she thinks that she never really had anyone in his life, that he never really had anyone in his life um, who was important enough to him to make him understand that that kind of thing wasn't worth it. Yeah. And I read this and I'm like, hey, I remember Psycholonials. Man. Right? You're right. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, this is this is like completely the 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 genetics of like, I think what. Hussey tried to do with Psycholonials, like, years later. Yeah. Um, and I feel really smart and cool for, for pointing this out. Dude, you should make a video essay about that. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But, yeah, um, I think this is, uh, I think this is really good. Um, it's really cute how they, they hold hands afterward. Um, it's, it's good. Uh, this... I liked it in Psycholonials. Everybody should go and and give it a read, um, if you haven't already. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, and I like it here. Um, oh man, I feel I, like I, I I was about to say I think Psycholonials is still on sale on Steam, but I I think the date's passed already. It was it, it. it was like four dollars. It was like cheap. It was it was surprisingly cheap and i and i offered multiple people to buy it for them and no one ever got back to me (laughs) (laughs) i also like bought it for like two people i don't think either of them have like played more than like 10 minutes of it yet man it's so good it's so good everybody fucking read it if you have it consider yourself like a homestuck fan or a person with interest in hussey's work like you should check it out i think it's a it's it's really good and uh really really pertinent um to 
to living on the internet. Agree. Uh, but that aside, um, I was gonna say I feel like this could be like the last panel with Vriska on it in the comic, and I'll be happy with it. And I don't know, I, I don't know if that's too hot a take for you, but like I feel like this is really good. It's an interesting um, take. I just feel like it's such a satisfying, like, you know, it, it this is like Vriska talking about herself, right? Yeah. Like, she's saying, like, you know, like, the, the, the totally delusional, egomaniacal people is, like, she's talking about herself when she was, like, alive or younger. Um, and I don't know. I think that this is another, like, really good instance of, like, her coming full circle and being, like, you know, maybe, maybe I can just chill. Yeah. Um, which I think is important for a character like Visca to have because you know she's she's got a lot going on. But yeah, um, I'm happy. I'm happy for. I'm happy for them. Um, Visca's definitely got a bold new look going on, and I'm happy. I'm happy for her. Good for her. Good for her. Um, yeah. Why is there a juju chest behind them? Uh. Because, uh, is that just from the Flash? No, Vriska's still like lugging around the uh, the the weapon. Oh my God, Hussy is there, and also Hussy's there, like the little house uh, that, that John put his hand into. Yeah, yeah, okay. she's been lugging that around this entire time. I like forgot that that was a thing. Uh, Homestuck is too much for me. I think. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um. I guess maybe Vriska still has things to do in this comic. I guess she can stick around. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't advocating for Vriska to disappear. I was just saying that I think this would this is like a good yeah. I, this I, would be a good endpoint to her arc. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. Um. Damn, I was feeling so good about these panels, and now Hussy is just making me paranoid. Like, what's he doing there? <laughs> get him out of there. <laughs> he's, he, he's been in the background of like multiple Vriska and Mina panels. I hate it. I really hate it. Why did you point this out to me? <laughs> <laughs> he's always there watching. <laughs> Oh god, he's gonna steal the house, and then some bullshit's gonna happen. That's why everyone hates the ending of this comic. Whatever, we'll see. I'm totally calling it. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah. Uh, they hold hands. It's very cute. I like it. Yeah. Uh, we we go back to to John fucking around. Uh, through through time and canon. Um, so. He gets back to his, to his list, uh, and the, the next item is, uh, keyword is framed. And we go all the way back to page 2038. Man, um, <laughs> that's a yeah, long this, time ago. <laughs> this, this was the first one. This is the one where I was like, hey, what's going on here? And you were like, don't worry about it. Um, wait, shit. Uh, let's see. So oh, I gotta mainly put the password because of the fucking collection. Damn you! This guy. All right, I typed it in. Okay, so it, I I I do the readings on my like my 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 desktop, and so the collection on my laptop doesn't like save it. So like whenever we're doing the episode, like I'm tabbing through while I'm going over my notes. Like that's the first time I'm reading it on the collections laptop. So it will get angry at me if I try to put in a page number too far ahead. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, this is back in Terezi's, like, introduction in Hive Bent. Like, 
page I want to I want to just say again page 2038 like we just started hive man yeah um and Terezi is playing with her scale mates um and and John's directions here are to take the witness uh and, and away before she can kill him um this is I think this goes into what you were trying to 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 harp on with the whole mistakes thing because this is like such a personal specific thing yeah and it's like you know maybe there's some butterfly effect thing going on maybe uh terezi will develop will develop less of a sense of bloodlust for the innocent because of this but like it's so personal it really jumps up the last one was like make sure arania doesn't get the ring and everything explodes yeah um but anyway uh john does as instructed um he takes the scale mate, uh, and he, uh, he's like, okay, uh, cool, I guess. How is this important? Um, and, uh, we see Terezi, uh, looking at her window, or sniffing at her window, uh, as, uh, John sits on top of her hive, um, looking for the next thing. And the next thing, uh, is a couple hundred pages later, uh, we, the keyword is moment. Uh, and is page 2576. Um, so also pretty damn long ago. Yeah. Um, and, uh, this page is the, uh, the biggest offender of early, uh, act five Karezi, uh, flirting. Um, the most egregious offender. Um, and I am like John. I am not entirely sure what the moment is is meant to be. Um, but uh, John follows through with his, inst- with his instructions, which are to write a message on the wall, uh, that for Teresi to find, which is just you don't need him, man. Uh, yeah, uh. John speculates uh, whether whether Terezi is just having him help with her boyfriend issues, which is uh, a fair fair speculation, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> um. Also, the the message also includes uh, this is John, by the way, haha. But it's unclear whether or not that's part of the instructions. Um. Yeah, this is like a, such a personal thing that I think it also really jumps out of being like, okay. Um, but this more, more so than like the scalemate one, like this is like, I can, I can see that this might be necessary for unfucking things because it might, Gamzee may be directly involved with whatever this changes. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. A lot of, a lot of analysis has gone into this specific change, uh, mm-hmm. about who the him is specifically. Uh, because the him is just general enough that it could be literally like any boy that is in Terezi's life. Uh, yeah. Uh, the the big three being Carcat, Dave, and Gamzy. Uh, most people lean towards Gamzy. Uh, really? Yeah. Uh, but it's like just general general enough that like like yeah, it comes right after the Carcat thing. Uh, mm-hmm. but it, it, it's, it's so general that, that it is, it is really a statement that can last a while and refer to 
pretty much any boy she comes into contact with. Yeah, maybe, and that could be the intention, I guess. Like, I guess that's the fourth option, is it means all of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, forgive me, when is it, do we know, like, when, like, Terezi and Gamzee, like, started, like, having, like, a Black Rom thing? Like, that was on the Meteor, right? Yes, that, I I, I think it was towards, it was either the first or second year on the Meteor. Mm Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know if it makes a ton of, like, I don't know. It, it, it does feel like it should just be Carcat because, like, this is, like, Terezi, like, in her in her peak of, like, Carcat mania. Yeah. Um, For what it's worth, the, 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 the pester log between them is absolutely revolting, um, and I hate it. Evil. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I remember when we were going over this, like, I was, like, vaguely... I, I, I was, like, I was at least vaguely pro-Karezi. Um, I I might have been, like, just pro-Karezi at the time, and I remember you being, like, disgusted by this as a concept. <laughs> um, and uh, how, the, how the turntables. Um, I hate it. Uh, <laughs> get, get these two away from each other. This is terrible. It's so unhealthy. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I think that uh, it's... It, it, yeah, it does kind of ride along. I'm not really sure what to speculate on this because it could be, you know, Terezi's it like independence is important to the timeline. Yeah. Um, but it also just be that like Terezi just plain regrets the whole Carcat thing, which also makes sense. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and if and if noting that it was from John is like was part of the instructions, then that also like changes it up too. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows. Um, yeah, uh, so, that's the last of the, uh, John going around fixing shit that we're gonna see, uh, for now. Uh, we, we come back to our bit in the dream bubbles with, uh, Jade and Jane and Calliope. Um, and, so, so Jade, uh, jogs Jane's memory by asking if she remembers when, uh, when they were being bad guys. Um, and, and she does, this does, uh, this does, uh, cause Jane to recollect some events. Um, the main, the first thing that she recalls is, uh, the, the trickster bit, um, the dreaded trickster chunk. Horrible. (laughs) Awful. Terrible. Um, Calliope is incredibly eager to hear about this whole, the whole trickster thing. Um, and, uh. Uh, God bless her soul. Uh, Jade shuts it down before we can get uh, get too m- too much into detail of a uh, Dirk and Dirk and Roxy making out. Um, thank you. Uh, Jade uh, goes on to remember um, some of her her more shameful dialogue with Jake uh, in the in the cell in Durst. Uh, when she was evil, um, and alludes towards a crisis uh, thereafter. Um, she goes on to give a, a, a pretty accurate recap of a, of a good chunk of events that we we saw. Um, so Jane describes, like, you know, her and Jade were... were they became evil, uh, and they threw everybody in jail. Um... But then uh, something something radically different happened, which is that Jade disappeared. 
Hmm. Uh, Interesting. Just uh, completely, completely gone. Uh, no, no recount of her dying. Uh, she just t- ceased to exist. Um, and that led to uh, the our, our heroes uh, making a prison break, um, confronted by by Jane, and it completely fucked up the Condessa's plan. Uh, and in this skirmish, um, uh, Jane uh, attempted to take out Rose, and Roxy uh, tragically ate the trident for her uh, in her place. And before she knew it, uh, she imme- uh, Jane immediately knew, uh, as soon as it happened, that Roxy's death was heroic. So we get a little bit of a role reversal going on there. Yeah. So yeah, um, this Jane is uh, from some timeline uh something's going on interesting there are interesting things happening yeah uh this whole like the homestuck being homestuck and like do like just always having to go between a bunch of different plot lines um at the same time that john is going back and like actively changing things in the past really makes for some thinkers i gotta say yeah uh yeah um so in whatever reality that this jane is from uh jade disappeared and uh and roxy died in place of rose um so yeah that happened um and aptly uh we are then taken to our final uh chunk of this reading which is uh roxy giving rose a proper burial and it's very sad um it's very sad when she smashes open the bottle and Rose's dead corpse just bounces out <laughs> into her grave. <laughs> this is such a fucking act one panel. It's it is. Insane. It is. <laughs> and it's horrible. Like, Rose is dead. God. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Roxy, uh, she, she buries her. Um, she, she takes off her little Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles rogue mask, uh, and she ties it around, uh, Bro's sword, and she leaves it as a, as a headstone of sorts. Um, it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's Gurren Logan. Remember that show? We all remember that show. <laughs> Didn't Hussey, like, never see it? See yeah. It? Yeah. <laughs> I, I know that, like, that was the, I know that, like, when... When Dirk was, like, a new character, like, Hussey said, like, I've never seen uh, TTGL, and everyone freaked out. Um, did 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 Hussey ever see the show? Does, do we have any confirmation on that? I, I don't think we do. Damn. I mean, I guess that, like, a sword with a ribbon on it is... A sword is a headstone. It's, like, not exactly a novel concept. Yeah. Um, but it's also Bro Strider we're talking about, so I can make a reference. Um, and then we get the, the, the absolute heartbreaker of the reading, which is that Jasper Sprite comes out of nowhere and gives Roxy a big hug at the end. Um, yeah. It's good. It's good. It's good and stuff. It also it hurts. Sucks. And but, it, but, but, but it's good. Yeah, it hurts. Where did Jasper's come from? <laughs> uh, just chilling. Jasper's been chilling on, on the planet. Just hang in out. the void. In 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 the in the uh, page background colored nothingness. Yeah. 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 
things. And uh, I believe that's where we leave off. That That is where we leave off. Yeah, you got me fucked up here. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Fuck you. I hate you. Yeah, interesting reading we got. Um, I like this one. Uh, yes. Yes. He's continuing <laughs> to liking the, the Homestuck. It, it keeps going. Yeah, um, I like the what's going on with uh, Mina, or not with Mina and uh, Vriska. Um, uh, uh, I'm glad that the that Vriska is just kind of like chilling. Like you know, maybe there's maybe there's some moral outrage to be had in like you know them sitting back and just letting ghosts all get owned and die while everyone else is working towards it. But like. Yeah. It, when John is like doing all the work to fix everything, like let let Vriska have some time to like you know enjoy life, yeah, or death. Like I'm I'm happy for her. Um, as you should be. Yeah, and uh, yeah, this whole thing with like John personally fixing everything. Uh, that was, like, brought up, like, last time, I think, too, right? Like, that was, like, the whole, the deal, um, as, like, he talked about with Roxy, right? Like, there was a whole thing of, like, um, he would, it was, like, shouldering everybody's responsibility to, to fix everything, but yeah. in turn, like, they would, like, they would shoulder all of his grief. I still think, like, I'm interested, I'm really interested to see how this pays off, because it's, on one hand, it's like, you know, he's literally fixing everything, yeah. which is, you know, really good. But on the other hand, it's like, it, it's it's presented as, like, such a, a selfish decision, too. Um, I don't know. I think it's really, really interesting. Uh, and um, I'm trying I'm trying to, like, stop saying interesting, because I just said it, like, it's interesting. times. But, like, it's Homestuck. It's interesting. It, it really is. Um, no, I no, I agree. This is... the the To, to me, this... This segment is where, like, the Homestuck starts to, like, transcend and become something more than it used to be. Uh, I really like what what's going on in, in this bit and, like, what what it leads to. Because uh, it's so unique. Uh, yeah. The, like... the, the canon powers and, like, going back and, like, not in a, in a time travel way, like, literally, like, overriding things. It's interesting. It's really interesting. John is God. John is God. <laughs> yeah, and I think that this also poses like a moral question as well. The whole um, you know, grief for responsibility. Yeah. Trade-off. Um I, I don't know if there's ever been like a is like a good direct like moral uh question as much as there was with the that we heard from allegedly what the denizens gave. Um and uh looking looking forward to to see how the whole thing is answered uh at the end of the whole, of John fixing things quote unquote uh cuz ultimately it doesn't make for that it, it doesn't like if it ends with like um and this is where you're not allowed to answer okay. but, like if it ends with like all of the characters like they end up in a in a much better situation um through no agency of their own and like John just fixes everything and like make sure they all make the correct decisions along the way like that's a really unsatisfying conclusion for like all of our other characters who have really worked hard through their arcs like Terezi 
um like dave and carcat um and rose um so i don't know uh i really looking forward to see how it answers this um and uh I know that uh, many people find the conclusion un unsatisfying, so I I would like to see just how this how this all pays yeah. off. Um, uh, luckily for you, you don't have to wait long because we get to oh fi- we get to find out next episode <laughs> how how this all oh plays God. out. Uh, yeah. Uh, see, you've already you've already spoiled it because now I know that there's gonna be like what like more readings after that, so something has to wrap it up. Uh, whatever. Whatever. Uh, yeah, next episode going forward is like where where a lot of people point to and say, "Yeah, I stopped, I stopped liking Homestuck like at this exact point." Cool. Uh, it, 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 next episode forward is what people like start. It's like their point that they consider like the end of Homestuck. Like, mm-hmm. like next episode forward is the end of Homestuck. This is twenty six dash. Like the the second half of End of Evangelion. Hell you know, yes. Like the name of that whatever the episode number. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know. Alice, edit that out. <laughs> um, what pages are we reading next week? Oh man. Next week, we we are going to be reading pages seventy two eighty four to seventy four oh eight, and that is going to wrap up Act Six, Act Six, Intermission Four. Wow. Oh yeah, we still gotta we we, we still gotta make it to a six a six a six, huh? We do, we do have six, to do six, that. Six. It's like Satan. It's like it's the, the devil. Funny like number. In <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. This is this is something. Um. It's gonna be crazy next episode. You're gonna have a lot of opinions. I'm so excited. He's like. We've, done, we've gone to this song and dance so many times, right? Like, you know, and I've survived every moment where everybody hates Yeah, Homestuck. yeah, it, like, I keep, I keep pointing out, like, these these hurdles <laughs> that are, like, the, the, the known fandom points of where, like, extreme amounts of people, like, dropped off and are like, yeah, I'm, I'm done with Homestuck now. Uh, I'm pretty sure this is the last one. Uh, I can't think of anything after this where, like... Not even, like, the last page? Like, there's not, like, an ending ending that people hate? Or is it just all part of the same... I'm gonna be honest with you. People like the ending ending, uh, as in the final page of Homestuck, uh, which is the credits. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) People like the content in the credits, like, way more than, like, what happens between next episode and, like... The, the page before the credits oh boy hmm i guess we'll see I, I i think that maybe part of like my resilience up to this point has been that like i am i am more i i'm very invested in exploring homestuck as like a specimen yeah um even though i am genuinely really enjoying it like on its own merits as a story um like i don't know i it, it, i'm not like super this is not the only thing that I am like engaged in. Yeah, like it, I'm not like a, a a fandom. It's not like the same thing of like me reading it in like twenty like eleven. Yeah, like you know, it's not my yeah. life. I'm just very interested to see like if this. What is this thing? And like, if it's gonna be different and like odd and hateable, like, oh boy, it's like a really weird thing. I'm looking under a microscope. So yeah. I don't know. Awesome. Well, uh. 
do you, I, I, in light of that, um, do you want to uh, wrap this one up? I, I think we can do that. Great. Well, in that case, uh, listeners, you have been listening to a Homestuck podcast. Uh, I am Aiden. I'm John. Uh, John, we'd like to thank our patrons and uh, shill an exciting update for them. I, I would love to. Uh, shout out to the big six patrons. Uh, Haven, Gareth F., Simon Martins, Corin, Ina E., and Darsh. Thank you for money. I hope you Thanks all are enjoying our our new episode that we <laughs> we managed to put up. Uh, the 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 rebuild of Evangelion episode is now live on our Patreon. It's three hours long. It's three hours long. We really talked about the the rebuild of Evangelion movies for three hours. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, and that's it's it's a really good one. Um. So if you have any interest in our thoughts on the movies as a whole, um, I would, uh, for the first time in weeks, if not months, I would recommend going to patreon.com slash hpcast and giving us your money. Um, if you want to listen to the new episode uh, before we ever get around to making another one, um, which hopefully will not be as long as the previous gap... Um, because we are doing Metal Gear Solid next for real. Yes. Uh, but in the meantime, if we are taking way too long, um, you can uh, you can give us $10 a month. Or you can give us $10 one time. Uh, can you like download the audio off Patreon? I assume you can. Yeah, yeah. You can give us $10 one time, um, uh, download the episode, charge it back on your credit card, um, and then just pirate <laughs> the episode like that. Uh, or you just give us the money, Let's which go. would also be great. Uh, we we would really appreciate it. Um, you can give us less money if you want to. Uh, five dollars gets you um, uh, the episodes uh two or three days early. Um, we are terrible at sticking to a consistent schedule, but consistently they are up by uh Saturday at the very latest. Uh, so episodes go up uh, Friday or Saturday for patrons. Uh, instead of on Monday like they do for everybody else. Um, so if you want to spend a weekend, uh. Uh, with a with a cold one, listening to us bullshit about Homestuck, then you can do that for the price of five dollars, or you can give us a two fifty a month, um, which is a shockingly low amount of money uh, to hear John read your name at the end of every every episode, um, which is you know also great, uh, and you know I can say your name too, but you have to specify it because I just let them do it every time. Um, anyway, yeah, uh, so check out our rebuild of Evangelion episode. Um, it's really good. I think we had a really good discussion about it. Um, uh, I think that Ava like brings out our, our best discussions. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So you know, check it out. Uh, also, the our previous episode on a uh, Promare, the the gay firefighter anime film, uh, and and the elements of it that are more than just being the gay firefighter movie uh, is also now available to the public. So you can uh, check that out on any of our platforms. Um, and please do. It's a it's a pretty good one. It's also a great movie. Uh, so yeah, there's that. Um, Patreon shilling aside, uh, I would also like to extend a giant thank you to everybody who is listening, uh, no matter what. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, means a lot that we are, like, we somehow bullshitted our way to being one of the, the most, technically the most prominent, uh, Homestuck, uh, podcasts out there. It's a very, uh niche field um but i i guess we're we're kind of out there huh i i I think the best part about talking about things like that is we could just lie about it and and yeah we can also just lie about it there's no way anybody could like check the data 
because Homestuck podcasts are like so small that there's like not like visible publicly available like stream data. So <laughs> we could just say we are the most popular Homestuck podcast of all time and there's nothing anybody could do about it. It might be true. It might not be. Uh, what are you going to do about it? Uh, yeah. So shout outs to us for being uh, the number one Homestuck podcast of all time. Let's go. <laughs> And uh, shout out to Alex, who is the real MVP behind uh, HP, our artist and editor, uh, enables everything we do. Thank you so much, Alex. We love you. Um, thank you for editing uh, six raw hours of audio uh, between uh, me and John on the Ava episode. Really appreciate it. <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, you can catch us again next week, uh, listeners. Not I, it sounded like I was talking to Alex there, but I'm, I'm trying to segue back to talking to the listeners, listeners and Alex. Uh, you can catch us again next week uh, as we continue our foray in, or into the final chunk of Homestuck with uh, 7284 through 7408. Uh, see you next time.